Hey folks, Brad here for the Maritime Paintball Podcast, and this week Tom is out sick, unfortunately. We're rooting for you, buddy. We're rooting for you. But I am joined by Travis from the TKO Jersey Company to discuss how he got into making jerseys. Then we touch on some of the tech that makes his jersey stand out from the competition. And we also find out that he has an amazing paintball background, including traveling to Vegas on a regular basis to play against Dynasty, to playing on these 3v3 competitions that were broadcasted on TV. So it's a great show, folks. Now, there is a bit of a technical difficulty near the end, which you will hear. Um, but, you know, I hope you enjoy at least the 45 minutes of show that did turn out. So, as always, we want to know what you think. So please reach out on social media at Maritime Paintball Podcast. But you can also reach us by email at Maritime Paintball Podcast at Outlook.com. And now on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 314 of the Maritime Paintball Podcast. My name is Brad O'Dell, and I, well, Tom's not with us. Tom is sick. Tom is, it's not COVID, but he's sick. He's just, he's recovering. He'll be back probably next week, uh, hopefully once he gets his strength. He's trying solid food for today for the first time in a week. Let's see how that goes. Uh, hopefully we don't get live updates from him, because that would be terrifying. In the meantime, though, I am joined by uh, Travis from TKO Jersey Company. How are you, buddy? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, so, yeah, so we brought you on because, I mean, well, you've kind of been on our radar for a while. TKO pops up pretty regularly uh, yes. when people ask about jerseys. Usually it's uh, under, uh, what's the other one? Anth- uh, anthrax? Anthrax, Raza. There's Raza, uh, and then you Raza guys part. usually pop yeah. up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I mean, and then the, uh, what, a couple of weeks ago, I think I, I just somehow a thread got started and Eli was just like, you got to talk to this guy. And I was like, all right, let's do it. Let's talk to this guy. Let's, let's, let's see what's up. Um, so yeah, I guess we could start, I mean, with Eli, we just did a very cool project with him. So it was kind of a collaboration. Um, I don't think I sent you that picture, but it's, he basically got 30 sponsors for mostly in Ontario, all Canadian companies, um, anything from anodizers to fields to groups. Um, and we put together this this jersey and hoodie that had all the sponsors on. Um, and we used it as a fundraising opportunity. So every five either hoodies or jerseys that we sold, we would donate one that he could donate at a raffle, donate to a field, donate at an event. Um, so we ended up selling 55 and I think we donated 11. Um, but it was cool just to see the community come together, all these sponsors, everybody work together. Um, and just share that that product. So that was really cool that Eli put that all together there. So that's cool. I love that project. I love the idea of uh, the whole sell sell five get one kind of thing. Like it doesn't. It, yeah. It, everybody wins. Is, is exactly. kind of what it is, right? So I really love that. Um, shout out to the folks in the comments. I see you guys out there, uh, Josh. I see you out there. I saw you, the sharing out the show, man. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> You know, big thank you for for doing that. He shared it again. Um, <laughs> so we're everywhere. We're everywhere. Yeah. So the, that jersey looked. That jersey came up really, really sharp. Um, I wonder if I could hunt down a photo of it real quick, but I probably can't. My keyboard's mechanical, and it's going to make a ton of noise if I start typing. So um, maybe yeah. someone else. Should. Hopefully, yeah. Somebody find a link and drop it in the comments there. Eli's probably got a photo on his phone. He could probably. Uh, Probably set up pretty quick. Uh, but yeah, it was a really great project. Like you said, there was a ton of sponsors. A ton of people took part in it. So, I mean, uh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. 
Yeah, like so often we're we're all with our own team and we're our own group. This was airsoft, this was paintball, this was rec teams, this was speedball teams. So it really was a collaboration, right? I mean, the end goal as a player, as a someone in the industry, is to grow the sport. And I know that's Eli's passion and your passion. So these little things that we can do just to spread the awareness. These people are wearing these out on their hoodies as well, so they're wearing them out when they're going. They can just start conversations too. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's um. Uh... There, man, I wish there was more, more people wearing paintball stuff out and about. In my right. travels, I've only ever come across one other guy wearing something paintball related, and it was an HK Army shirt. And I stopped him in the street, and I was like, "Is that HK?" He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Bro!" <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, we see it a fair friends. amount. Um, even even stickers on cars, you'll see like a, a field sticker or. A an eclipse sticker on the back windshield or whatever you'll yeah. see, that and see who it is. But yeah, right. it's a cool thing just to give a honk and say, Hey, what's up? Right. hundred percent. I, I need to slap some, some paintball shit on my car. That's what I got to do next. That's on my to-do list. Uh, now that it's, it's, uh, entirely my car. Um, yeah. So man, let's get, let's talk about, well, first, like how, how'd you get started doing jerseys? So, I've been playing in the paintball industry for 20 years. I mean, I'm oh, in the 30s now. I started working at a field when I was in my teens. Um, when I was 21, I made my first kind of professional paintball team. It was the Toronto Mavericks. Uh, we traveled to Las Vegas every three weeks to play against Dynasty, Excess of all those ones. Um, a kid's dream. And it was signed on a TV deal uh, by the WGN Superstation in Chicago. So we got paid to go because it was on TV. It was like the one time it was truly a professional sport. Um, we were on with like after the Chicago Bulls games came this WGN Superstation paintball so it was a really cool opportunity <laughs> there's just a bunch of people watching the Bulls game and then next they're just like the hell is this <laughs> That's so that, awesome. that was kind of my start um, and then I uh, played the next 15 years I won a couple Canadian Pro Championships CXPL um, captain the Canadian All-Star team twice uh, played Eight or ten years down in the states, NXL, PSP, NPPL, as those leagues kind of changed and did all that. Um, and then three or five years ago, I kind of walked away. I have two kids now; they're seven and five years old. I got into playing baseball. Um, I mean, I used to travel fifty weekends a year for paintball. Um, I was playing in teams in New York, so to play baseball more locally and to settle down was was great. I mean, it was tough to get away from the paintball community, and a lot of those friends are still my best buddies. Um, but it's just a different path, and I got into making jerseys um, just for my baseball team. And I realized what you could do, and the full sublimation, and the customization, and started adding people to my team of two designers now, and and all these things. And it's all full custom. I mean, most people are starting to get aware. Most of the paintball, at least, of sublimation, right? So everything starts as a full white fabric. And, and you print it all. So it starts with white fabric, you print it, you add your sponsors on, um, and no extra cost to add more colors, to add more designs, to add more sponsors, add your name and number, all that. Um, so it really gives that full custom feel. And I, after being in paintball for so long, and I used to run 10 speedball teams, I coached up flaggers, mm-hmm. paintball. Um, we ran Ontario's biggest indoor winter series. Um, the guy that runs the OPL was my roommate from back in the day. So it was all these things. Um, when I used to run teams, we'd buy our jerseys, um, and they were great jerseys from all those suppliers over, like, Style Supply was over in uh, Europe, um, Raza, Anthrax, and down in the States, and we'd pay $150 to get them all done, and it's awesome. I mean, every time you get a new jersey, it's, like, the best feeling. 
um, new year, new team, all that. Um, but then I started thinking, why don't I do baseball? So now I do baseball, hockey, uh, paintball is my three main ones out of the three sports that I play. Um, so all our jerseys, they come full custom, as long as you order seven, so a normal team size set, um, they're $60 Canadian. So we do home and aways for 105 if you want two jerseys or a jersey plus a hoodie for 105. So now we can turn around two to three weeks. It's typically our go time. Um, but we're creating the same products, very similar um, as all those big guys. You're getting them in half the time often and for half the price. So that's kind of our um, how we got going in paintball. And it's spread. I mean, we're doing the BC X-Ball series. We signed on with the OPL to be their exclusive. Um, and if there's any fields or um, leagues out east, I mean, we can touch base with them and see if there's ways we can help, whether it's doing their apparel, doing their ref jerseys, doing all their team jerseys, whatever it is, we'd love to touch base with people from both sides. But it's uh, just to be able to pay half the price. I mean, that's that's the big thing right off the hop. So, yeah, for sure. It's sorry, I'm kind of I'm fixated on, on one particular detail is the the fact that you said it starts out as white fabric. And then you print it because it's a lot of the companies that I've, I've seen and I, you know, is, is that it's very, uh, here's 15 basic designs and we'll slap your logo in the center, pay us a hundred dollars a Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) So even, even with hockey right now, we're doing a lot of hockey. Um, people think, Oh, I need a red Jersey. Well, you can have a red Jersey, but you can do any design you want. It doesn't cost any more or any less for anything. And that's kind of the beauty of full sublimation and it won't, it's not pressed on. Um, it won't peel off. It won't fade. It won't wrinkle anything like that. So it's, it, it, awesome. it's, yeah, it gives you that freedom and you can, don't be afraid that, Oh, I want my name bigger. I want an extra color. I want to add another sponsor logo. It's all built in. What, so, Wow. Um, that's amazing because it, it really like, it's, it's not your typical, you know, this is, this is what you get. Uh, this is full custom. Somebody can send you a full design and, and you can literally just be like, bam, put, put it together. Your, like here's your jersey. Often it's like, it's, it could be 10 different pieces that kind of piece it together. So say I like, oh, I like this layout, but I wanted in these colors. Here's my team logo. Here's my sponsor's logo. We just start putting it together. We do some layouts, and then we create the 3D modeling of that jersey. I sent some to you. I don't know if you can share any of those. Yeah, I've got those queued up. Let's take a little quick look here. Let's talk, because uh, this, I'm going to show you the first one. My favorite, actually, is sure. uh, the attrition. Uh, we lost you for a second. The attrition right. one, with the uh, which is like the gold, looks like gold splatter on the white jersey. Um, yeah, I love that look. That's that's awesome. So these are th- these are designs that you you guys came up with and just like it, or these are examples, I guess, of, of ones that you can do. Yeah, these are ones that we produce for teams this year. Mm-hmm. Um, often it's we ask the customer what they want, right? If people say, "Oh, if, can you design me a jersey?" We can. Or people say, "Can you make me a cool jersey?" Well, I don't know what your version of cool define is cool, to mine. right? So show me kind of what layout you like or what patterns or textures, and then we can add and take away and work through that. So often they come with a jersey that they like, and then we can get going based off that. Yeah, and this the the green and black one we've I've just threw up on the screen there is the hype uh, jersey, which looks, uh, man, it's I'm getting like 
snake vibes off of it <laughs> and i mean that in a good way like it's you yeah, know yeah. what i mean like it's 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 a solid design i really like the black and the green it's a really aggressive look um i like the fact that you're 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 you've got you've already mentioned it you said like hey you know I want a cool jersey. Great. I don't know what that means. So, like, let's let's talk about it because I've I've worked with some artists before where they've asked, okay, what do you want? And I and I describe as best as I can. Yeah. And then they completely miss the mark. <laughs> where I've had other designers who are like other artists who I've I've given them what I want or told them what I want, and then they come back with like, okay, here's like a couple of options. Did I get close? Yes. No. Right. And it's a lot of back and forth, which it sounds like what you've got two designers doing is a lot of back and forth with the customer, which is really great. Yeah. It's, it's a very interactive experience. Like often we'll send you a design. If you're available, like a, for a quick response back, we can tweak it five or 10 times in a day. And often we're doing full jersey designs in one to two days. I mean, paintball is a little bit extra because they are more elaborate. There's more sponsors. There's level all that than if it was a baseball or a hockey Jersey. Right. But often it's with under a week with for, for paintball and you start with nothing and you end up with your 3D images there. So it's a really cool process. I mean, people's reactions when you send them that first 3D when you know you're close, the reaction's awesome. The better reaction is when they get the jersey at the end and wear it at the field. But it's cool as a, I mean, as a kid, whether it was a hockey jersey or a new paintball jersey, just the pride in that. Um, so to be able to give that to people, like my son plays hockey, we supplied their whole team, we did their baseball team, just those things, it just creates the smiles, and that's part of it all, too, so. Yeah, and that's, I love it, that's that's exactly what needs to be done, and so when when you meant, like, paintball costs a little bit more, um, just go into that a little bit more detail, like, why uh, is it? Not cost, it just takes a little bit more time. Or a little more time, just, okay. Yeah, gotcha. a hockey jersey is more traditional, you can change your colors and stuff change the thickness of stripes, the paintball, it's, you can see the designs there, anything, right? So. Right. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, do you have the, okay. do you have the team Canada Jersey? That's kind of a cool uh, story. I do have it somewhere. Where did I drop that? I've got them all loaded up on the computer and then my computer just decided to roll over and die for a quick second. So <laughs> while you've been talking, I've been scrambling in the background here, trying to keep everything from like shutting down on me. Um, where is it? Where is it? Oh God! Let's see here. This is I'm professional, folks. I'm absolutely not a professional. There it is. There's the uh, is the glorious Team Canada one. So that was for the under nine, under eighteen or nineteen. They went overseas over this year overseas to play. Um, and I had the players and I had the parents who were over there just saying, "We love the jerseys. Thanks so much." The team from Belgium wants to buy our jerseys. This team wants to buy our jerseys. If we sell them to them or give them to them or swap, which I think is a cool thing. Like I love the idea of swapping. Like That's yeah. great. So we printed more um, for them because they did some of that a little bit. They uh, did a fundraiser. We did a fundraiser with them as well. Um, so we did the hoodies, tech tees, and jerseys. Um, and they sold 80 or 90 pieces that way. So if they make their 20 bucks a pop, it put a good chunk in their, in their bill for their product over there. So that's the cool thing, too. I mean, we can outfit your team. We can outfit with your hoodies to wear it off the field. Or, or now that we're losing our indoor fields, if you're trying to get out there April, March or whatever, or playing later in the year, if you got to wear a hoodie that looks like a jersey, that's kind of cool, too. Um, but for their fans on the field, your pit crew, we can do all those pieces. So. Oh, pick crew. See, because that and what's the the minimum order for somebody? Like, are you guys able to do? Is it one? I know. I'm obviously you won't. You don't like to do one because that's right. it's a lot of time, a lot of effort. 
we try to stick to seven. Um, if it's under seven there pieces, we, we just add ten dollars per piece. So now your jersey is seventy dollars instead of ten, uh, sixty dollars, oh, no. just to try to make that little difference. <laughs> but if say we already have your jersey design and now you want a hood, one hoodie or one t-shirt, that's no extra because it's just a quick modification, right? The, all the heavy lifting's done at that point. So yeah, the bulk of the design is done, and you just yeah. slap it in a new template, and away we go. If you have the catalog as well, there's some a uh, couple products on there we can highlight. Yeah, let's see. I'm not sure if the catalog is going to show up too well on the stream, but let's see if we can bring it up anyways. Um, yeah, where is it? Again, putting out fires left, right, and center here. Um, I need my old studio back. That's what I desperately <laughs> need. Everything's running on zip ties and duct tape right now. Um, yeah. Yeah, the, the the catalog's a little bit small to fit on okay. the screen, but let's talk so, about it. Let's let's go through it anyways. Let's see what we can do here. So we have the uh, jerseys, uh, headbands, tech tees, shorts, tank tops, hoodies, um, and then in the bottom corner we have a, a ref jersey that we created, kind of a cool looking ref jersey, um, different than the ones we've kind of seen at fields for a long time. But many fields they would just buy a whatever brand uh, ref jersey, maybe they're eighty or ninety dollars. And that's what their staff would wear, or they're just using T-shirts that have the word "staff" on, or whatever. So yeah. the ref jersey, once again, is sixty dollars. But you—it's a pre-made design. You can change any of your colors. If your field logo is blue and orange, we can swap to make it a blue and orange. We put your field logo on the chest, the referee, the referee in the arms, your field logo on the arms. So now you get this custom field uh, referee jersey that's your brand. It doesn't say "Die Eclipse" or whatever. It's your brand. It can put your referee's name on the back, your number. Um, we've had one field that every ref had a different color. So if you're out on field five and, oh, the red ref sent me back because my, I need air or whatever, you know who the red ref is. So you can call them on the radio or whatever. So there's a lot of cool programs for fields. Um, so one, um, you're putting your brand on your refs rather than whoever, but you give that custom of your logos, your names and all that. So that's one thing that's really taken off too, um, that we didn't think of at the start, but someone came and said, Hey, can you do this? And it was a great idea. Yeah, that's that's a fantastic idea. I really like that. Now I'm looking at these packages too. Like the package one jersey and a headband. Now this is a minimum order of seven, right? Yeah. Okay, so these are all based off a minimum order of seven, which is fine. Most excuse me. Well, most five man teams run a roster of seven plus. Yeah. Um you know, I and and like jersey and a headband for seventy five bucks. Like that's like that's ridiculously cheap. <laughs> like like that's that's wildly cheap. Um, well, I mean, nowadays we're paying five hundred dollars just for headbands for some companies. <laughs> that's I. <laughs> that's another topic, but yeah, that is, yeah. Um, let's not get me on that rant. The <laughs> uh, or you know the packs of the home and away jerseys. I never thought of doing a home and away. I know the hockey teams do it. I know. Uh, yeah. I think baseball does it. I don't know. Baseball but... does it. There was a couple of years. I don't know if the NXL still is it. There's a couple of years you had to have a home and away. I think there's a couple of teams that still do it. Um, yeah, it, it was mandatory for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're just trying to make it more mainstream. One team is a little bit darker. One's a little bit lighter. I mean, the colors are often different, so it doesn't really matter. But it's another yeah. cool feel of. Yeah. And then the 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 package four, you get a jersey, a headband, and a tech tee for 105 bucks, man. Like, come on. This is wild. Like, how have you not just taken, like, cornered the market yet? Um, I don't understand. So, these are amazing designs uh, that I've seen so far. And these are, 
These are 100% custom printed, which is absolutely amazing. Um, what's the best way somebody can get in touch with you? I mean, we'll repeat this near the end of the show as well, but just sure. like. Yeah, so we're just creating our website. It's kind of a monster to take on, but we're excited to launch that hopefully in the coming weeks. Um, right now, social media, Facebook and Instagram, just shoot us a message on there. Give us a like, follow, see all the designs for all the sports. Mm -hmm. um, but it just shoot us a message and get the conversation started there. So. Cool. Cool. Yeah, because I've already been chatting with your guys' Facebook page, which I don't know if that's you or if that's a designer. Um, uh, it'd be myself or my wife is only the first contact there. Okay, so. cool. Yeah, and I, I got to say, it's been great. Like, obviously, I can't, I haven't bought anything yet because um, <laughs> life kicked me in the teeth. But um, hopefully soon. Hopefully in like a month and a half. Uh, well, maybe we'll do to... a design for your the show. Actually, that's kind of what I need. I need, and I'm willing to pay top dollar for this, but I specifically <laughs> need uh, a jersey that is like a media jersey. Yes. Um, yeah. You know. So we did a a media package, and I think it was one ninety or two hundred five. Mm -hmm. It came with the jersey, tank top, t shirt, hoodie, and the headband. To Jesus, man. So whether it's forty degrees out and you want to be in your tank top, or it's five degrees in your hoodie and everywhere in between you got your brand head to toe. That's amazing. So that helps too, because it gives, lets us be more than just ordering a one piece for a hoodie or a Jersey, but it gives you that whole package. Right. Yeah. Cause then it's the one design across multiple, uh, things. Let's talk headbands, mate. Cause you're making headbands. What, how, how do they, what kind, what style are they? What make are they? Uh, uh so it's the same, same kind of fabric. It's double stone, um, 42 inches long, two inches wide, any design, any colors, any sponsors, whatever you want on it. We'll do it for your designs. Um, and then it's got the terry cloth on the back side there. So I think they're retail $25. I mean, that's the price point where we all buy That's fine. I'm going to buy one. I'm going to get one for me and then I'm going to put it on Facebook for $600. And just, just tell put it people, in your, in your, like, put it in the attic for two years. Yeah, right. It's, I've sweat into this. It is now worth money. <laughs> you know, that's based. That's how that works, right? That's right. that's how the so. that's how that the right works. people. Whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to World Cup and slap somebody with it and be like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that might you know, be good or bad. Um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. It, but yeah. Folks in the in the chat, you're saying you're like it's not a bad price at all. Neb Neb Nella, can't believe he got that account unlocked. Uh, is asking about matching tracksuits. Uh, that's something you should definitely do. Is tracksuits? We do have. I mean, for our hockey teams, we do have that. So that is an option. We didn't put the sweatpants on there just because maybe not for paintball, but I don't know, man. Joggers. Lots of people I like know. the joggers are coming in. It's it's the thing, and I get asked all the time. Um, Obviously, that stuff takes research and development, right? Like, so even our, our hoodie fabric, we've started using a fabric that, say, Lou Lemon uses that has, like, a, a four-way stretch, right? So now you have your designs, but you start finding the right patterns and fabrics, and you get this pro feel, right? So same with any sort of paintball pan. It doesn't have to just look pretty. It has to be able to it's withstand a year, two function. years, whatever whatever it is. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, it's, it's, pants. it's got to survive me eating dirt into the snake. Like it's right. you know, like it's kind. Of, I can come away bleeding. That's fine. But the pants they can't tear. They can't that's, rip. Yeah, that's the rule. Um, yeah, but okay. I want to go back to because I mean, yeah, like this is we're talking with TKO. Um, actually, speaking of which, somebody uh, asked Ponage Ponage PB, one of the guys who's up in Moncton near me, about an hour yeah. and a half away, asking uh, where TKO came from. Where the night the name? I think I know where it came from, but. 
So it started out as a paintball nickname way back in the day. So like I said, when I was playing down in the States uh, for that on that TV show, everybody had a nickname. I hate nicknames, blah, blah, blah. But my initials are TK. So I just said TKO. And TKO. Just kind of Technical knockout. Um, then we created a tournament series, TKO Tournament Paintball. So I kind of had that brand going in the paintball community and I had that Facebook page. And then when this company started, we just kind of rolled off of that. Now the joke is that it's Travis Krupp Originals. So kind of a mix of all those things now. It works, man. It works. Run with it. Run with it. It Um, Yeah, they both work. That's great. Um, Also, you got youth sizes. Yeah, so hoodies, hoodies, um, jersey. Uh, Jerseys would go down to maybe like an eight-year-old. But like the jerseys and hoodies would go down to a two-year-old. Like they're like this big. So who doesn't like taking their kid in their own matching gear? So. Yeah, right. That's that's exact because I know my uh, I know my boy Tom, who hopefully that solid food is staying down. But um, <laughs> is I mean he'll 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 slap his child into a kid like an exact carbon copy of him like of Jersey for himself, right? Like he's gonna, yeah, he'll run with it. Um, that's awesome. Now, okay, hypothetically speaking, let's say let's do like let's talk media uh, package because sure. I am very interested in that. <laughs> um, if um how many need to be ordered we could do it as one package right so okay. if you bought yeah. those three or four or five pieces that yeah, would yeah, be yeah. enough to that, at that price it. point why not jesus right um well that's the thing like as a, I mean, if you were to go and get a jersey from somewhere else you may pay that 150 for the jersey so now you pay 150 and get the three pieces if you want to add on the fourth or fifth you're in the 200 dollars, but you have the whole package so yeah, no, absolutely. Wicked. Okay, good. Because Tom is all about the black and gold. That's what he wants. He wants black and gold, black and yellow. Did uh, you uh, – so there's a couple of gold designs there. The one is the marked kind of the Vegas gold jersey. Let me see if I can hunt And then and there's the uh, – I forget the team name, but it's the goat, the gold one, where it kind of fades in gold in the chest. It's one of my favorite jersey designs. I downloaded all of the photos, and apparently I didn't. Let me go back and grab these. Fades to gold on the chest. Let's see. Let's see if we can find uh, it. Black and gold. Called Hustlers. Hustlers was the name. Oh, Hustler. Yes. There. Where is it? Oh, there it is. I thought I, I didn't. I guess I didn't download that one. My bad. Let's again, folks. Real professional. Um. Let's see if we can find it. Where is it? Where did it go? There it is. Oh, uh, it's funny because we have a team actually here in the Maritimes called Hustle. Um, and when I seen it, I was just like, that's these guys. Well, it's not these guys, <laughs> but like, this is them. Like, this is their colors. Like, that would absolutely right. suit them 100%. And I love the I love the gold. Is the... Because I, I don't know how any of this works. That gold, that's yep. not like a reflective, that's not like a metallic no. material. It's it just wouldn't like, be reflective. It would be... It's printed. It's still, it's still yeah. the same print. It's just printed in such a way that it yeah. looks... Yeah, you know, cool, awesome, man. That's wicked. I love it. Uh, I'm definitely going to be talking to you about a media package for the new because I've got man, we got plans for the new season that are just so we're biting so off. Share some, can... some of your plans. Where are you planning to go ahead? Do oh, we've already decided we're playing in every maritime province. So we're going to play in obviously New Brunswick because it's where we live. We're obviously and then we're definitely hitting Nova Scotia. We're going to do PEI, and if we can swing it, we want to try and get to. Uh, if I can, if I can 
make the stars align, I want to play in Newfoundland. Okay. Um, there's a there's a couple of teams up in Newfoundland. There's a new field that opened up inside of a old school. They bought an oh. entire school. So I'm like, I got to play inside of school because I'm just thinking like, like, uh, the, you, you, that, that like 90s linoleum floor, once it gets a little <laughs> bit of dirt and a little grease and a little bit of oil from the paint on that, I'm just going to yeah. power slide everywhere. <laughs> so Double I, knee slide on your knees. Oh, 100%. 100%. I'm going to get some like some really hard like, plastic until I just eat it. <laughs> hit the lockers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um so I want to do that. And then I think there's plans for, we're trying to decide, do we want to go to uh, Operation Honey Badger, the Meg Fed only game that happens at PRZ because my boy Tom's never been to PRZ and he's got to experience it before the building collapses. And, <laughs> or do we want to go to Commando D-Day because it's the 10th anniversary and it's, you know, it's a big game. He's never been to a big game. So it's like, oh, wow. what, right? So we can't do yeah. both. We got to decide which one we want to do. I'm I'm kind of leaning towards D Day because it, it's like a three day party. The ten year thing. It's the ten year thing. It's a three day party. You know that it's it's gonna be. I think it'll be a good time. Um. So also, Honey Badger. Don't get me wrong. Honey Badger is a good time. The Megfed only stuff. I enjoy some Megfed play. Okay. But D Day. I can rock Megfed gear D Day. I can take my mini out. I can take, you know what I mean? Like I can do, I can do a little bit of everything at D Day. Right. So that's kind of what I'm thinking that route. Uh, and and the the uh, content creation is our plan too. Like we've got, we're doing, we're drawing up plans. We're drawing up a roadmap. We're gonna have like we're doing. We're like we're planning vlogs. We're gonna be doing a lot of media, a lot of interviews, on field interviews, that kind of thing. So we're looking forward to that. That's gonna be a blast. And that's why I need the media kit. Like that's why I was just like, I need a well, media jersey. See that and follow you. Find out who it is. One thing we just did with our last media jersey is they had a QR code to oh. social media. QR code was printed right on their shirt. That's amazing. That's awesome. We're doing that. Yeah, I want I that. Really cool. I want that. I want that. And then I'm going to, and, and because I'm a huge tech nerd, I'm going to sew an NFC tag into it as well. <laughs> Just cause I can. Um, but yeah, that's a great, uh, that's what I need the media kit for. So that's, that's the plan that route. Um, so we've got about half an hour left and I want to talk about, um, cause we talked about the jerseys. We talked about TKO where folks can find stuff and everything. Um, and but I want to talk about the uh, the early days, man. I want to talk about when you were flying to Vegas to go oh, fight Dynasty. You know, not fight Dynasty, just fist fight in the parking lot. We'd go and like <laughs> play against Dynasty and stuff like that. Because that's man, that's wild. That's like getting paid on TV. Let's talk about that. So it started out. Um, There's a passionate owner, field owner, um, who bought the franchise. You had to buy a franchise, and mm-hmm. then they were just paid back like a, any professional team, right? Um, <laughs> So it was tryouts, open tryouts. I played for a while. I played speedball, but I went on these tryouts and somehow I kind of made it as like the 13th guy. So I was like, come out to practice. We practice every Sunday. So they bought a hockey arena. They meshed the field or the arena part, um, turfed the whole field. They changed the change rooms into bedrooms. So we'd go there for the weekend and train and play and all that. So that was awesome. I mean, we grew as players, we grew as buddies, all those things. 
we went down to the Vegas thing. We would go play. Then we'd go out with the Vegas uh, Dynasty guys, Excess, uh, um, LTZ. There's a whole bunch of pro teams there. So it was really cool. I mean, we probably finished ninth out of 10th. Uh, there was also a team from Montreal. There's a team from Detroit, um, kind of more less professional players, but it was, it was a huge opportunity. It seems like a lifetime ago and it kind of was, um, but that's what really got my roots going in there. And then when we got back, it started, the CXBL was just starting. So that same group of guys, uh, we played in the CXBL. Um, then a couple of us, the, actually that same group went and started playing PSPs together. Um, a couple of us played MTPLs together and it was just the start of it all. So. Awesome, man. That's amazing. So, Oh, sorry. I thought we lost the stream for a second. Um, so the, the bought a franchise. You played. So what was it? What was the early days of it being on TV like? Like, was that? Am I? I'm just picturing like static camera pointing down, or was this like? Was there? A yeah, no, there to was it? no. I don't think there's anybody on the field. There's probably three. It was a three man league. So it was a little easier to follow. It was a very small field. I think it was like 60 by 120, okay. um, which made it easier to film, right? If it field gets too big and people start getting shot out from, because it's so big, it's tougher to follow. But with a smaller field, um, the field layout was the same for the entire year. So we could replicate it at our arena and that's all we played for a year. And it was a, a small field. Um, so it was kind of weird that it never changed that way. Um, but maybe it made it just easier to film and to broadcast and do all that. But yeah. they had, yeah, Todd Martinez was the commentator. And so uh, the guys that are still around doing the big webcast, they were doing it back then too. So it's, it's kind of funny to see all of them still around. That's yeah, man. It's what, like, it's yeah. People talking about, oh man, sorry, but oh, did we lose them? We lost them. Where'd he go? He's gone. He's gone forever. Uh, I don't know what happened to him. In the meantime, I guess you're just going to listen to me talk then. I don't know where he went. He'll be back, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> I don't know. What I had a thought. I lost it as soon as that. <laughs> Probably device death. Yeah, I, I, he mentioned he had to go grab a charger. Um, he might also just disconnect it from the internet too. That happens. Uh, that sucks. Anyways, what I was going to say was the people shitting on ghost sports these days about like ghost sports isn't good enough. And it's like, listen up shithead, go way back in the day and look at what they were dealing with back then. Like it's like ghost sports is great. You know, and people like, Oh, ghost sports went down. Well, shit happens, right? Well, that sucks that we lost our, we lost our guest. It was, it was going to be a good... I was looking forward to talk, picking his brain about the old days. Uh, oh, what the hell happened there? Why? One second here, folks. One second. Um, this, this whole thing just went to hell in a handbasket, didn't it, folks? It's exactly what it did. It's like the old days. It's like back when, like, when the show, you know, like, uh, back, back, way back when, uh, you know, when the show used to have, like, a, 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 a weekly fuck up. Ah, oh, it's good to be back to those old days. 
so I'm still here. Luckily, the system I use on the back end actually records everything constantly. So even though everything kind of mixed up a little bit, I've still got the audio and I've still got the video being recorded. So how cool is that, right? Kick-ass system. Love it. Glad I found it after 314 episodes. And um, man, so we got like 20 minutes to kill. What are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about? Let's talk about where I was. Let's talk about where I went away for a month. I'm not going to go into any de- de- details, but I know a couple of people have... Oh my God, I'm stuttering like a bastard. A lot of people reached out to me and they were like, hey, um, you know, hope everything's okay. What's going on? Where are you guys? Where? What's going on? I've had a couple people reach out. Let, uh, I don't want to go into detail. If you know, you know um, the details, like the, the intricate details, but uh, basically massive life change. More massive life changes coming. I'm not sick. Um, but you will notice my background is going to change quite a bit over the next couple of weeks. Um, and I don't know if it's going to change three or four times. I don't know if it's going to change once. So things are, things are moving around a lot. Uh, the life has kicked me square in the teeth, but there is always a silver lining and there's some good stuff coming out of it. Um, so yeah, so just want everyone to know that everything is fine. I'm okay. Just that there's some big life changes coming. Um, See if I can get him back. Sorry, my keyboard is so loud. I apologize. Let's see if we can get him back on uh, back on the call. Let's see if we can get him back in here. Let's see what happens. Um, and <laughs> Son of a bitch. It just keeps... The system just keeps jumping all over the place on me here. Uh, no, I am not opening my own microbrewery. I sure wish I was. Um, that would be, that would be awesome. Actually, it wouldn't. There are far too many breweries right now, especially in New Brunswick. Uh, it is an oversaturated market and, uh, it's causing massive problems for anybody trying to get into the industry because our liquor in our liquor and beer in New Brunswick is not privatized. So we unfortunately have to play games with the government. If you want to sell booze, you have to sell booze to the government and then the government sells it to the uh patron so it's not the best system in the world yeah otherwise i would absolutely open a brewery i think i would make a great brewery owner i would hire a brewer and i wouldn't touch anything myself and be like make good beer i'm gonna go do a podcast um and then i'd have a different beer every show that would be amazing <sighs> anyways uh yeah so yeah, so things are, yeah, basically, uh, life change is happening anyways. And, uh, Neb, you're close, bud. Starting your own bespoke tailored clothing company. God, I wish it's funny. Um, I would love to open a clothing store. Believe it or not. I would love to open a men's fashion store. I think it'd be amazing. I would love to sell suits and shoes, shirts, ties, all that jazz. I would absolutely do it. Um, it would be, it'd be great. I would love that. I would have a blast doing that. Um, so, and no, I'm not moving to the best coast. I'm going to stay on the least coast. Bye. Oh, give him the spot. So bad of a joke. I'm sorry. Um, let's talk about what we're going to do. Let's talk about what we're going to do with this coming, this, this, uh, coming year. Because I, I, I'm missing my guest. Hopefully he can jump back in. We've got about 20 minutes before I think I'm going to officially call it quits. Um, 
for the night. But yeah, so the plan is, here's the plan. We're going to be, me and my boy Tom, right? We're going to be traveling a lot. A lot. We're going to be traveling to uh, pretty much every field in New Brunswick is guaranteed to be played at least once. We're going to play in Nova Scotia. We're going to play in PEI. Guaranteed we're hitting up Spikes Paintball in PEI, so long as it's still open. Um, we're going to be hitting up uh, a, a ton of places. Um, sorry, I got I got guys trying to trying to get back, trying to tag in here. Let's see if we can get the other dude in first. Uh, I don't think I don't know what's happening. I don't know if we're gonna be able to do it, folks. Um, so yeah, gonna be a lot of traveling, vlogging, lots and lots of vlogging, right? Because what we found out, what we discovered is that Tom is great behind the camera. I'm better in front of the camera, um, and sometimes I'm also in front and behind the camera. That's funny how that works, right? So, anyways. The, uh, yeah, tons of vlogging is going to happen, but we're not just going to be doing vlogging. We're going to create some amazing content that I think is going to be really, really nice. Uh, I don't think I'm giving away the farm or giving away secrets by telling anybody that the idea that we're going to be doing is that we're going to be mixing vlogging with playing. So you're going to see packing the night before you're going to see on the way there. You're going to see stopping to get coffee. You're going to see like, you're going to see every little little checkpoint if you really break it down like if you go if when you travel for paintball like i do a lot even just to go to moncton paintball is an hour and a half drive for me right so there's a lot of little steps that have to happen and then i want to capture them all every time i want to do a lot of vlogging in that sense is that you know cleaning the gear packing the gear loading the gear into the car leaving at the ash crack of dawn right so you get those beautiful colors you're seeing the sunrise sometimes um traveling you never know what you're going to see on the road so we're going to capture that we're going to you know stop him for coffee who you never know who you're going to meet and then like getting to the field and think about when you get to a paintball field nine times out of ten you're not out of the car crack open the gear bag throw on your gear on the field usually it's crack open the gear bag, throw on some gear, but not all of it and put the marker down and then go chit chat for 10 minutes and then load up the gear, paint chrono chit chat for 10 minutes, hit the field play for half an hour or a round or whatever you're doing chit chat for 10 minutes. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Uh, Matt Sherman, you're, you're nailing it on the head, bud. the old school skate surf videos, that's what we're going to try and capture. King of the road, man. Matt, if you're familiar with the old skate photo, skate videos, if anyone's familiar with Thrasher magazine, King of the Road uh, was, I loved the King of the Road videos. And that's what I want to capture. Um, you know? And like, it's, and then they pack it up the end of the day, right? So like end of the day, you're going to pack up the gear. You're saying goodbyes. You're, you know, saying laters to everybody. Typically, you stop for a bite to eat, maybe, or you but you stop for another. You know, you got the end of the day coffee, um, and then you know you capture some footage on the way home, and then maybe we pack. You know, like unpacking for the day. I think I could easily fill between five and ten minute vlog every week with that kind of content. Even if it's just heading to the local field here down the road, I I currently live. And will continue to live 
about seven to 10 minutes away from a paintball field. I still think I can make a great vlogging experience with that, you know? Um, and yeah, and share the lifestyle, share the vibe. Uh, we started doing, we started tinkering a little bit with like involving the community in a lot of this stuff by, uh, last year we came up with the, the, uh, the Maritime Paintball Podcast road trip playlist where I think there's a seven or 800 songs in that playlist now that we added like 10 and we just left it to the people and we're like, load up whatever song you want us to listen to. We put that playlist on when we drove the Nova Scotia. It was a four hour drive there and a four hour drive back. We didn't hit skip. We didn't hit next on any song. We sat through every song that played. Most of it was amazing. It was awesome. You know, discovered some new bangers. Some of it was you guys are assholes putting Spice Girls and Backstreet Boys on there. But whatever, we listened to it. We pushed through. I think somebody throw on like some preschool like Wheels on the Bus nonsense. But whatever, man, we rolled through it. Now, obviously, we can't put that in the vlog because then we run into copyright issues, right? But that's the kind of energy that we're going to be bringing uh, next year. And by next year, I mean next season, which I think is 120-some days away. But we're not counting. <laughs> Uh, so that's the plan. That's the plan. And we're really taking our time planning. Because believe it or not, you got to script and plan the spontaneous events. You know what I mean? Like, like you got to know what's, you got to know, a you got to have a rough plan. You got to know, okay, I'm going to shoot me getting my gear ready. I'm going to shoot wherever I'm going to stop. I'm going to shoot this. I'm going to shoot that. I'm going to shoot this. And you got to grab it, right? You got to go do it. So that's how it works. Um, so yeah, that's the plan. That's the plan. So we're hoping to make some really great content. Um, you know, we're going to move some stuff over to, uh, you know, we're probably going to probably start making some quick content for TikTok. We're going to do a lot more stuff on Instagram. We're going to do, you know, that kind of thing. So we're going to expand. Um, I'm also working on a couple of small projects with a couple of people that I can't talk about. Uh, that I'm excited for you guys to check out eventually once they go live. So stuff's happening, folks. Stuff's happening. Like I said, life kicked me in the teeth, but there is a silver lining to all of it. And we're going to see what happens. I'm excited. So uh, unfortunately, I don't think our guest is going to make it back on. So... So at this point, Eli from the Airsoft and Paintball Association of Ontario offered to come on the show and and fill up the last 10-15 minutes of the live show. Unfortunately, the audio did not work out so well, so it's not been included in this, uh, you know, audio portion of the podcast. But I want to say thank you uh, to Travis for coming on and talking about, you know, not just his jersey company, but also the uh, some of the glory day stories. And we're going to get back to those. We're going to bring them back on and we're going to talk more about those old days and some of the cool stuff he got up to. Thank you to Eli for jumping on and trying to save the last 15 minutes of the show. Unfortunately, it didn't really work out that well, um, but it's the thought that counts. And of course, thank you to everyone who stuck around this long. And if you made it this far, if you made it to the end of the podcast, thank you so, so much. Um, like I said before, some great things coming on the horizon. So please, you know, just be patient and, uh, and we've got some stuff coming. That's it folks. So thank you so much for hanging out and, uh, you know, until next week, cheers.